Trademark folks. Welcome back to another episode of The Dish on Trademarks. Today, we're going to talk about um, your brand. And I'm probably going to do a lot of uh, episodes about brands and branding and what a brand stands for. Uh, But today's episode is really just about what your brand needs, basically. So if you're a small business, an entrepreneur, a startup, someone who's thinking about um, potentially creating a brand, you really have to think about what your brand needs. And surprisingly enough, this episode is not going to be my first um, thing telling you that your brand needs a trademark. No, what your brand needs is a name. So how are you going to come up with this name? How are you going to create a name that resonates, that tells your story, that represents your values, that represents your point of view, represents the customer experience? And I know it sounds kind of heavy, but creating a successful brand is really not for the faint of heart. A lot of brand owners um, or, you know, people who are creating brands really want that brand to resonate with their consumer. And it makes sense. You definitely want something that your consumer is going to stop and look at and remember. But it's not as easy as one would think. Um, and probably because, and this is where trademarks come in, there are um, quite a few things that cannot be protected as a trademark. And if you can't protect your brand, essentially anything that you're creating, that you're pouring your heart and soul into, and more importantly, your money, um, may not have the protection that it needs so that it can build, it can grow, it can expand. So once you've decided that you're going to create a brand, there are um, a couple of things to remember. Now, again, I'm going to repeat myself, and that's probably because I'm 47 years old and, and sometimes my mind goes on me, but I'm going to repeat myself. Your brand needs a name, first and foremost, a name. It needs a purpose. It needs a story. So, you know, when everybody is talking about uh, your brand's story, you need to develop a story that is behind your brand that consumers will trust, they will recognize, and they will trust. You know, consumers trusting your brand is so important. They need to know what they're getting when they're purchasing your product or um, using your service. Beyond that, your values. Your brand values are insanely important. Um, You know, at Trademark Depot, our brand values really are um, transparency and loyalty. You know, there are tons of things that we can do to get a quick sale or to scare our potential clients into, um, you know, buying our services. And honestly, that's not Trademark Depot's value. Um, it's, it's not our message. Our message really is about education. And our message is to let our consumers know that once they do start working with us, that it's going to be like working with a family member. So those are our core values. Um, transparency, 
um, loyalty. Those are two of the things that um, I, as a brand and business owner, pride myself in. So the brand structure is super important um, because consumers want to see an organized system. And they want to make sure that, you know, you're just not a one-off. They want to be able to go onto your website and see, you know, a systematic process or um, products that are are being sold um, in a way that, you know, it doesn't just look like a website that was put up um, in 30 seconds. Your brand uh, should absolutely uh, unequivocally also provide an experience to your consumer. What do you want them to feel? when they're, you know, using your product. Now, what I mean by an experience is if you're a bakery and you want your consumers to experience just a burst of exploding taste buds when they consume your products, then your brand should absolutely include that experience. Obviously, the experience is going to come from um, a whole wealth of different places, including your marketing and your advertising. Um, and, you know, as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur startup, marketing and advertising are really, really tricky. Um, and I know this from personal experience because I really do know how tricky it is to put the right message out there all while attracting the right client. And when I tell you the right client, the right client is so important. You want to be able to choose your clients. And in the beginning, you probably won't be able to do this. I remember when I started Trademark Depot, uh, at the very, very beginning stages, you know, we used to file three or four trademarks for the price of one. I know it's crazy. Um, but we, we did it because we were building a client base. We were trying to get our brand out there. Um, and while this probably wasn't great for business, it was absolutely great to build up that client base, to get those referrals. Um, and it did end up working out. And while Trademark Depot is not, you know, this massive trademark services company, I don't really want it to be, to be completely honest. I want to choose my clients. I want clients who are as invested in their brands as we are. It's really easy for me to care about a client's brand because our brand is about protecting clients' brands. So for us, you know, our experience, our point of view, our structure, our um, our values, our story are all very much aligned. Now, if you're lucky enough to create all of these different aspects of your brand and you're excited about launch, you're excited about providing your potential clients with your product or your service, and here's where, you know, trademarking comes in, it would be absolutely a crucial mistake to build this brand to pour the money and the time and, you know, all of the research into something that you are going to leave vulnerable. And when I tell you you're going to leave it vulnerable, I absolutely mean it is going to be vulnerable. Now, while I said earlier in this episode that, you know, Trademark Depot doesn't use quote unquote scare tactics, um, I would definitely be doing my listeners a disservice if I didn't go through 
what could potentially happen to your brand if you don't protect it with a trademark. Um, there are a couple of really big ones. Um, so obviously loss of brand identity. Um, without a registered trademark, it's, it's kind of easy for your competitors to, um, adopt and use similar names, logos, designs, um, which could definitely lead to confusion in the marketplace. Um, and confusion can dilute your brand's identity. So, you know, you don't want to lose your brand identity after all of the time and effort that you've put into building this brand. Trademark infringement is definitely one of the big ones. Um, and that is more along the lines of if you create a brand and you don't vet it properly for trademark rights, then you could actually be on the receiving end of a cease and desist for trademark infringement, which no brand owner wants because these types of lawsuits are long, they're expensive, and really the only people that make money um, from trademark infringement lawsuits are the lawyers. Um, so let's talk about rights. You've created a brand, you've launched it, it's doing wonderfully, you know, your products or services flying off the shelf. Um, you are going to have a really hard time enforcing any kind of rights that you may have acquired in this brand because of the fact that you don't have registered trademark rights. Now, there are common law rights, um, and I'm going to discuss common law rights in a different episode, but registered trademark rights are an assumed right of ownership. Um, and without that assumed right, it is going to be very difficult to assert um, and even defend your rights. Licensing opportunities. Let's, you know, um, let's imagine for a second that your brand is so wildly popular that, you know, other people want to license the use of that brand um, and pay you for it. So, I mean, uh, a real world example of licensing rights, you can look at, you know, uh, Disney, Marvel, I mean, all of these companies um, license their rights to use their trademarks to various third parties. Uh, and they make, you know, a good amount of money off licensing of their trademark rights. If you don't have a registered trademark, you can absolutely forget about licensing opportunities. Limited rights. So as I said, common law rights do apply to unregistered trademarks. However, they are very limited. Um, I'm not going to get way in depth um, about the limitations of your rights in common law versus registered. That'll be for a different episode. But just know that if you do not have a registered trademark, you will have limited rights. Your legal position is going to be on the weaker end. And that's because, as I stated earlier, your uh, ability to enforce your rights is going to be extremely limited. You, as a business owner, do not want your brand to be vulnerable um, to trademark trolls, to, you know, copycats, because all of this is going to decrease your brand's value. And let's be completely honest here. In today's day and age, you know, people buy products or, you know, inquire about services based on the brand value, based on the reputation of the brand. The reputation of the brand can only be protected by a registered trademark. So one of the most um, famous, well, I wouldn't say famous, but a, a recent um, trademark case uh, comes to mind where um, a small company, um, a small company called Planet Fitness, 
stopped the, um, and this was in Canada, in, in Alberta, absolutely stopped the mega giant Planet Fitness from opening their gym in Alberta. And this was because the small company in Alberta, which obviously was a gym, filed and protected their trademark for Planet Fitness at the beginning of their venture into the um, into the fitness space. Now, the fact that the Planet Fitness owner in Alberta was savvy enough to know that this name meant something and that this brand um, was going to become known for the services um, that he provided in Alberta. Um, he was proactive and filed his Planet Fitness trademark um, in Canada and successfully stopped the Planet Fitness giant in the US from coming into Alberta. Now, it was a long battle. And if the gym owner in Alberta hadn't have filed his trademark for Planet Fitness, he would have likely lost the case against Planet Fitness, the giant from the US. The owner of Planet Fitness in Alberta, um, Sean Freeborn, basically said that he was told that he would never win. And he didn't accept that because he knew that his trademark provided him with the right to the exclusive use of Planet Fitness in Canada, Alberta specifically. And he opposed the trademark application um, from the US giant Planet Fitness and uh, the opposition board ruled in his favor. This is a huge win for small business. Um, And it just goes to show that, you know, your brand is your asset. Um, I don't know how to be more clear, but it is definitely your asset. It is your reputation. Um, it represents who you are as a business owner. It represents what your products are. It represents what your services are. And it absolutely unequivocally should be protected. So essentially, this episode really is um, about brand significance, uh, about how to create expand, grow, and protect a brand because all of those aspects are super important. And of course, as a trademark services company, my goal is to be successful in business. I mean, that's everybody's goal. Um, But I think one of the most important things for me as a brand owner is to make sure that every single person um, that is listening to this podcast is aware about how brands and trademarks go hand in hand. Um, the podcast isn't about selling or about, you know, scaring anyone. It's really just to give you the information you need. So I take the time out of, um, my week to create these episodes, um, to hopefully give you as much information as you can possibly, um, have about trademarks about brands. And I may one day do one about, you know, being an entrepreneur because holy goodness, being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. But um, for now, I just want to highlight the importance of brands and how they are absolutely an asset um, when you're creating them, when you've launched them, when you're growing them, when you're Um, expanding into other jurisdictions, all of this should not be done before protecting them. I am not even sure how long this episode is. Um, Hopefully it meets the requirements. There are so many rules to podcasting. Um, But even if it doesn't, um, I hope you took something away from this episode. 
um, and that you're armed and ready to create or launch or think about creating that brand. And if you have any questions whatsoever, do not hesitate to drop us a line. You can go on our website. Um, you can send us an email. Um, but for now, uh, that's it. I'm going to sign off and let you know that kindness is free. And you never know what kind of battles people are facing. So a simple smile could make their entire day. Uh, that's it for now. Hopefully you'll join us for our next episode. Your friendly neighborhood trademark agent. Over and out.